everybody and welcome to another excellent podcast. It's another Thursday or whatever day you listen to it and uh, joining me as always is the, I'm not going to say lovely. <laughs> That's your special word. Yeah, that is my special word. Uh, I'm going to say Harry Turch. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, my partner's a dog groomer. I keep making the joke, do you do wogs as Whoa. well as dogs? And she really hates that joke. So next time you see her, you know which joke to make. Cha-ching. <laughs> well, I will make that joke when she comes to the season finale. Season finale party. A guest on the couch. A guest on the couch. That'll be the second time she's a guest on the couch. That's, well, the first was really a pilot. That's right. That's yeah, right. That's she was right. testing. She fell asleep. I threw something at her. No, she was she was doing the the, the Instagram thing that girls like. The the pine, the, 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 the pine trust, as you call them, <laughs> <laughs> on the episode. Oh, dear she God. She was doing that. And then, like, you know, and then she did some number things for us about the number 13 and you said the number 13 was good for the Asians or something. You know. This is going to be a very racist <laughs> show. I can feel it. I'd like to introduce someone. He's sitting to my left and eating some cheese. Oh, I knew you were going to wait until I got the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. His name is Arpal, also known as Ryan. Who's your co-host? Who... I have a co-host on your show, on your cooking show. Oh <laughs> shit! Okay, bringing it's been that up. a little while since we filmed one, so he's obviously forgotten about it. <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, we'll talk about the cooking show in a moment. Um, but more importantly, he's from Trudgetown. Trudgetown and Trudgetown have their own caps, and we don't have caps, but we we will get spoons. Yeah, we've well, been talking up those spoons for a very long time, <laughs> Kieran. I have not seen not even an, a whisper, an essence. Of these spoons, apart from the fact that they're the spoon th- industry is down in Vietnam at the moment. Uh, there's a fun study about spoons. Let me let me pull it up on my computer. So <laughs> someone else has to talk. Is it from Spoon U? <laughs> uh, maybe. Gosh, I'm just riveted already. <laughs> so tell me, where do you get? custom spoons like, is this something you've researched yeah 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 is yeah. this doable when i went over to vietnam do you know i was about to say do you know a guy in vietnam i know a guy in vietnam you've got a guy in vietnam who gets you guys don't you uh, not like that like you know <laughs> I've, I've got a, a seinfeld <laughs> it's a man's it. man <laughs> a gum guy a gum guy gotta have a gum guy you gotta have a gum guy i'm not sure if i've brought this up previously but i'm, I'm gonna bring it up um researchers did a study and it was called the case of the Dis- disappearing spoons and it was a longitudinal study. Yeah, this is the one about the universities. And they, they, they lost all the spoons and stuff like that. 80, 80% of the 70 teaspoons disappeared during the study. And we discussed this. Yeah, we, we discussed did. it. Ah, oh, well, there you go. We'll there you go. check out that podcast. Check out the, I can't remember what episode it is, but I will... I think it's episode eight or nine, one of those two. Yeah, something like that. Um, now, normally I would have a rant. No, but you outsourced it. But I have, <laughs> Again! As the CEO of this podcast, <laughs> I've outsourced it. Because that's what a good CEO does. Wait, wait, it's me. I thought it was you today. I'm, I'm doing the rant. You're doing the rant. I'm Our the- guest is doing the rant. Yes, guest is doing the rant. Which is very exciting. Yep. Has, I'm excited because... Uh, la- has, has Ryan- you know why? You know why? Because we were drunk on Sunday night enjoying our good long weekend and you were using Siri for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a message from you. Do you want to see? The- I'm going to read the message <laughs> I got from you, from Siri, well, before, before Ryan has a bit of a rant here. Hang on so, a second. Hang so on. let me get this out. It says, hey, Siri. 
Oh shit! I'm gonna turn... <laughs> well, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna read the I'm message. I'm gonna turn the volume on. Hang on a second. Read... Oh, no, no, no. Okay, hang, on, yeah. hang on, hang on, hang on. Hey Siri. Why isn't it? Oh, it talked. It talked. Remind me to punch Turch in the face in five minutes. Okay, I added punch Church in the face to your reminders. It's due in five minutes. <laughs> Thank you, Siri. Well, I'll just read the message that he sent me. Fuck you all and the suck my penis in the in the toilet in the Williams area. And I'm talking about in the bum hole, all of the Bible to go pick up the bum hole and bigger. <laughs> what? I don't know. But Siri sent that. <laughs> really not let me. You down. Really no, no, let no. You down. It says Bible. That's definitely from you. <laughs> definitely from you. <laughs> That's without, your calling card. Without fail, and it's mentioned in every episode of this podcast. <laughs> but none that night when you sent me that message, Ryan, we invited Ryan onto the podcast quite drunkenly, and it was fantastic. But he said very loudly at the front of the house, "I have a rant." <laughs> I can do it. I can do it. So, Ryan. And that's right. And then I, as a smart CEO, <laughs> went, right. I'm outsourcing. Well, I I felt like I'd been cut a little bit deep. It was still very fresh. Yep. The wound. Uh, so, do, it, do we need sad music here? I can put some sad music okay, in here. do. Jabari's uh, theme. Jabari. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be more of like a, a general rant about people who do favours and when you cross a line of it not being a favour anymore. Oh. You know, uh, it's like so, soup's not a meal. <laughs> oh, look, we don't. No, we don't talk about that. Soup anymore. is a lie. <laughs> but more specifically, the thing that, that came up for me was uh, I, I left a dinner at work. Mm. I'd taken in my dinner, and that was the last day I was going to be there for like three weeks. Now, so I, I'm like, it's not going to hold in the fridge. I know it doesn't matter to the, our American listeners, but. <laughs> You, you, is this is this the the large workplace that you work at or the smaller workplace that you work at? Without giving code. away details of where you work, <laughs> in case people hunt me down. Yeah, uh, the larger workplace. Okay, so yeah, I'm not going to be there for about for like two and a half weeks. Yeah, and I had this leftover sauce. It was beautiful. I didn't want to go to waste. I'd already had one go to waste. Mm-hmm. Tell I'm me about the cry. sauce. I don't want to get on any tangents tonight. No, 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 tell, no what, details, Kieran. Tell me about the sauce. I mean, was no, it, no boggy, no boggy, de- was, was, it, de- was, it home, was it? It home- was homemade. I made it. I was very proud of it, and I'd already had to throw one out because what, what flavour? <laughs> red, <laughs> red, red wine and Italian herbs. Oh, that's a, that's brilliant. Imported. Yeah, my nonna would be proud. How did you make it? <laughs> with, with a pan. No, we'll call it recipes with Ryan. What's, what <laughs> hey, if you want that, you got to tune into our show. Okay. Yeah, that's that's uh, part of that show. I got to save something for our show. You've never brought it into Gourmet Array. We've we've dabbled in combining pasta like spaghetti with with our migraine. Mm-hmm. But not the sauce that you talk about. Kieran, Kieran. Yes. Shut up for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, Kieran. Next time I make a batch, I'll put some aside. There we go. For an episode. It's ready to go. Is that, but, is that what you wanted? Yeah. Okay. So you had the sauce at your work and you're about to go on holiday. Yeah. So I've left work. Uh, I was meeting <laughs> with my girlfriend. She had a bad day. And so we were just going to hit up the city. Uh, so I asked a friend from work if she could take it home with her. And then I'll just pick it up later. So, risky. Risky. So you're asking for a favour. Yeah. So that's the favour. Can you please just take it home with you, chuck it in your fridge, I'll grab it like tomorrow. And I rocked up the next morning, I didn't pack a lunch for my other work, so I'm like, I'm going to have this pasta, it's going to be my lunch, it's going to be fucking awesome. And then I get there, 
Pasta's gone. Sauce is nearly gone. And I'm like, did, did she eat that? Like, now, if you had texted me to pick up your sauce... He would have eaten it. It would have been gone. <laughs> well, that's because I know my market there. <laughs> but she, I, I was not expecting it from her. I'm like, that's a little cheeky. And kind of undercuts the whole favour of can you bring home the pasta if you're just going to eat it yourself. I well, still end no, up with no, no pasta. There's a bit of a tax there. To be fair, she... Tax is usually, what, 10%? Yeah, it's about 10%. Yeah, I think I had about 10%. Okay, so she obviously went beyond the favour of 10%. Mm. Now, no, no, now no, I think I think the she's an entrepreneur, is, so thirty percent tax. That's fair enough. No, so I think what she's usually with a favor. I think this is where you're going with this. Before we get bogged down in details <laughs> of taxation, and the only person not talking about <laughs> is the accountant. Um, I think what she, you're thinking. All right, look, if you put that, you know, if you hold it for me and I pick it up the next day, I'll do a favor back for you it's a sim- mm. of a similar nature, of a similar, you know, you weren't gonna go, oh yeah, and eat it like that wasn't part of the deal. Yeah. Like, it's not a favor anymore no. if you've eaten the sauce <laughs> and I like, end up hey, with no sauce. You've just eaten my lunch. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Can you do me a favor? Can you eat this awesome sauce for me? <laughs> and I would do that. I would do that. And, it, and it As a me, good friend, I would do that. Sometimes I think in situations like that, like when when does the when do you cross the threshold of it not being a favor anymore? It's kind of like, um, I mentioned this to my girlfriend. She didn't agree with me here. Yep. Asking for a lift from the airport. If they're 40 minutes late, is that still that big? Like, sure, they're still going to pick you up, but it's like, it's kind of diminishing no, the favor a bit. It's like, a, I would have just caught an Uber instead of waiting my ass around for 40 minutes. There's a variable there. Are they getting you any duty free? Because if you're picking them up and they're getting you duty free. No, no, this is the other way around. I'm I'm asking to get picked up yeah. and I'm staying around waiting for And that Kira wants duty oh, free. Oh, so you're... Yeah, you're, so you're, I've asked for a, a lift. Y- your airplane's arrived and you're basically saying, Kieran, pick me up and I'm about 40 minutes late. Which never happens. I'm never late. (laughs) Kieran is always there for an on-time arrival. That's right. Within the margin of error. Wizards and Kieran are never late. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he just runs on Perth time, so that's about three hours behind. So if you you say seven o'clock, what what happens is he actually means, to him that means ten o'clock. God, that actually explains so much. (laughs) It does, doesn't it? (laughs) Church, when have I ever been late? Okay, this is why we do the podcast at your house. (laughs) And not at my recording studio. <laughs> well, I rocked up and I saw Turch and I'm like, where's Kieran? Yeah, it's true. I must say, I rocked up here and Kieran was busy getting today's sponsor. That's right. Tonight's sponsor, or today's sponsor, or this morning's sponsor, whenever you're listening, is McCain Chicken Parmigiana. It's the succulent crumb chicken in a rich tomato sauce topped with cheddar cheese served with farm-picked vegetables. That's McCain's 100% chicken breast. Made from quality. Made, made from quality? Mm-hmm. What type of... Uh, what part of the chicken's that? Um, it, look, it doesn't say, but there are no <laughs> I'm reading the front of the box. There are no 100% artific- chicken breasts. <laughs> there are no artificial colours or... Fla- or maybe I'll turn it around. Uh, two and a half serves of vegetables per meal. And our recipe is... That was two and a half serves of vegetables. Yeah, it was. Good for yeah, right starts on. from real ingredients. That's McCain. You've done it again. I can't remember the last time I did someone a favor that I didn't like, like reciprocate. You know what I mean? Like usually, just I know I always feel awkward on the other side if somebody's asked me for a favor and then I feel like I'm sort of letting down uh, the, the it, favor contract, it's like the social of, contract. Yeah, of the favor. it's a bit of both because you feel like if you do someone a favor, like you get that mm. bit of good karma. 
at the same time, I, like, I get it's like a slippery slope and you can fall either way. Yeah, yeah that's right. It's not like, okay, like some little things I'm like, yeah, whatever, put it to the side. But like, in the same sense, like you, you, re- you expect that respect, that favour, you know, mafia style. Just you, you do something for me. Pay it forward. Yeah, I'll do. I'll do. You, I'll, you do something for me. I do something for you, and then we just we just do that, and then it's time to go home. Mm-hmm. That's how we do it. But I totally agree. I think that this person stepped over the line <laughs> with eating your lunch. That I'm, was my last one as well. Ugh. See, now this is the thing, right? If, if There's a few people that you would say, if you ask them to do that, you know that that meal's going to be hidden and you wouldn't be upset. You've got a history <laughs> with that person. You know that they would probably eat it. And you know, well, at least... Kieran is just making sure that it is recorded. <laughs> <laughs> do not later. give Kieran food to mind. He's like a dog. He just eats if it. If it happens in the Quality future, he'll control. be like, you all knew. You were warned. <laughs> Play the episode, but holy shit, we can do that. But (laughs) this person, obviously, you didn't you underestimated. Yes, yes. I I would put it that way. Yes. Well, what does this person have for lunch usually? (laughs) Uh, salad, I guess, or uh, a pad thai. Some kind (laughs) of takeaway takeaway pad thai, takeaway curry. No, no, she she makes her own. It's a girl. Her own stuff. Yes, she has sushi. (laughs) Girls love sushi. No, 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 no. That's uh, that's Matt. Although he does act like a bit of a girl sometimes. Yeah, but, well, there uh, you go. But if they're not eating, if they take away, then they'll of course they would eat your food. If they actually make no, food, she's, she's not a takeaway kind of person. Then she they is. would, then they would eat your Very food because it's homemade. This is this this topic. You know, I'll close. take it as a bit of a compliment actually <laughs> that she did eat it because she does true. eat very el- healthy food. So uh, I must have done well, well. Homemade well, sauce and pa- and pasta is pretty healthy, I would say. Always look for the silver lining. Uh, that's true. <laughs> look for the compliment and everything. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Turch. Yes. Do you have an article for us? I have a ripper of an article for you this week. So I've been looking for a property to purchase to live with with my lovely girlfriend. And so I've been been keeping up with all the real estate news. Mm -hmm. And I found this one fantastic. What type of property? A house. (laughs) A house? Okay. So not a townhouse. Not a houseboat. Ooh, nah, nah, house boat would be good. Nah, Jess gets seasick. Um, <laughs> so, property owner accidentally uploads a naked selfie to a real estate agent site. A body confident homeowner accidentally uploaded a naked selfie to a real estate agent's website after snapping his nude reflection while taking sale pics. <laughs> um, so, this guy basically... When the moment strikes you and the lighting is right... <laughs> Basically, this guy, you know, told local media that he was cleaning his property and he was asked by the real estate agent to take photos of it. This is in Singapore, by the way. Mm-hmm. So, And it's in his house. Damn right, he yeah, should be that's naked. Right. So what he did was he cleaned the whole house to get ready for these photos. To cool off, mm-hmm. he got completely naked. Yep. And uh, then took a photo of his, of his place. And this photo was on the site... For over a month before any before the real estate agent website took it down, so I've actually got a picture of it and I actually took it in color. Um, who would I, I'll give it to? I'll give it to Kieran. Give, I know uh, that, give it to our no, guest. I, I, give I it to our Kieran, guest. He knows he's <laughs> Kieran never gets bogged down in detail. So no, no, tell I, me what you see. I think Ryan should do it, and fine, then we'll get bogged, then we'll get bogged down in the details. Kieran, I would love to see you get bogged down in that piece. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, here it is. We have a... Uh, I was thinking an apartment with windows all around, but that's not what we have. 
We have well, uh, apparently offers attractions including a balcony and air conditioning, but it's now been taken off the market. <laughs> uh, okay, so we've got some uh, pictures of the of the family. You never have pictures of your family when you're trying to sell your house. Uh, I think or that, never have pictures of your family. Yeah, I think that's a bed. I think that's a bed. When I was in Vietnam, we stayed in an apartment, someone's apartment. Um, they went there. Soundtrack, you're in. <laughs> no, 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 I am. And I, I slept in the bed and it was so hard. Like the mattress was so thin and you just felt the wooden planks underneath you. And that's what this bed looks like. Yep. Um, you've got a chest of drawers. I think that's a... That looks like shampoo. For the podcast listeners, it's getting close to his face. He's <laughs> really looking for that penis now. It's like a where's Waldo. Um, now, the stress of drawers has... It's, it's, it's quite cluttered. Um, has a mirror on it and this person and it's it's blurred out and this person is naked <laughs> and it's right in the corner of the picture it's right it's, in the corner of the picture and you wouldn't notice it straight away looking at the picture because no. it's a little bit to the side um but yes now it's, it's very obvious right <laughs> asking me how obvious it is no i'm asking you to describe the picture <laughs> you've just done that <laughs> Well, there's a bed. Yeah. <laughs> Does the bed look comfortable? <laughs> it uh, it looks pretty hard. Yeah. Very firm. <laughs> That's the bed I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, a friend of his actually uh, saw the saw the picture first and warned him, and then he contacted the real estate agent to get the picture taken down. But apparently, the property was up for a month and hadn't been sold. I wonder why. <laughs> a hard bed. That's why. That's- I don't think the bed comes with the house. I've got to say, that's some really, really tacky... I feel like tacky bed sheet. That's really, really terrible. Oh, look, Siri reminded me to punch you in the face seven minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) And you forgot completely. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Thank you. Thank you very much. That's all right. (laughs) Thanks for not punching me in the face. It's only because it would involve getting up. Yeah, it's true. He's pretty bad at that. He was too busy discussing the the ups and downs of stealing people's food when they asked them when someone asked them to mine their food. That's a very interesting, you know, concept. <laughs> Social dilemma. Social dilemma. That's it. <laughs> Kieran, what have you got for us on that side of the table? Bride Amber Young. Oh, that must be your name, Bride Amber Young. <laughs> <laughs> Bride, Am- there needs to be a comma there. There's no anyway. Bride Amber Young arrested for driving under the influence on her way to her wedding. Oh, I saw this today. Yes, a bride has been arrested on her way to her own wedding and charged with driving under the influence. The bride was pictured being put into the back of a police car. <laughs> there we go. That is about a. I'm going to give that a six out That's of ten. Really good. The, needed, I'll pop out another one. Needed to be more base. I'll pump, I'm it, all up. About I'll that pump base. it up. I'll pump it up when I uh, do base. the editing. No treble. Yeah, yeah, six out of ten for that one. Thank you. Um, the bride was pictured being put into the back of a police car while in her wedding dress after being pulled over. It is not clear why the 32-year-old was on her own as she was headed towards her wedding, but she is said to have been involved in a three-vehicle crash on the way there. She was handcuffed and put into the back at approximately 10.30 a.m. Who's wearing their bride dress at 10.30? Brides! <laughs> No, brides don't drunk bl- brides. Yeah, don't most brides get married at like five o'clock? Yeah, but they do the photos and all that sort of like yeah, dress but up that's and like, bullshit. That's like at three. Nah, you'd be surprised, mate. Yeah, a lot of people have been doing it before the ceremony. Mm. Get the it photos. done. Yeah. yeah, get it done. Yeah. Really, instead of after, that's probably more efficient. Yeah, because mm. they all look good. It's the freshest they look. 
So the means- morning sun's actually really good for photos because you got you get a bit of that uh, ominous kind of yeah mist less less glare coming in less glare. I don't know. Yeah. Because well, that means that the wedding can actually start at like six o'clock and then you can go straight into the reception. Yeah. You don't have to wait. Yeah, around. that's why a lot yeah. of them do that. Yeah. Instead of having the big break in the middle, like instead of having like a th- two o'clock ceremony mm. and then like a seven o'clock dinner with like five hours to burn, like four hours to burn in the middle, they just do. Oh, you'll do the photos this and that. At the end of the day, mm. get it going. Mm. Do you know what's really terrible? What? I am wearing a jumper and it's not quite winter yet. Yeah, it was nice and cold this morning. It was quite nice. Anyway. Turned, the afternoon turned out all right. I'm just amazed that we sh- like, usually... See, this just proves that women shouldn't drive. No. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> hey <laughs> No, but like, on a wedding day, like, like the bride usually wants to have a couple of drinks and dance and this and that. Usually they get picked up. Like, why is she driving her own car to her own wedding? I know. That's really confusing to me. Uh, it was unknown whether she made it to the wedding or not. I don't if think she's she having did. pre-drinks, she's clearly got some residue. I, I pre-drink all, at, <laughs> at every wedding. <laughs> <laughs> and every wedding you're like, should I be rocking up? I'll get the suit on. I better go. But yeah. yeah, no, good, good. Look, maybe it was a low budget wedding. Well, yeah, I guess so. Ryan, describe what she looks like to our lovely listeners. Uh, she looks lovely. <laughs> she's tall, leggy, yep. blonde. Don't get bogged down to the details, by the way. <laughs> the cop car looks looks very clean, well kept after. <laughs> the uh, the tyres, uh, they're, they're not low on the pressure. Well, that's, that's good. Is that a female officer as well? That is a female officer. Uh, you gotta, you got to be gentle on a, on a morning like that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the female officer's never been married. Oh God! Damn it. Please tell me how you Sherlocked to that conclusion. <laughs> oh, she's arresting a bride on her wedding day. What the fuck? Is it saying she's bitter. <laughs> yeah, her name's probably Shaniqua. Hey, hey, Jesus hey. Christ! <laughs> <laughs> this is satire <laughs> of, of, the, of the highest. You know what? Jess actually sent me an article, and she goes, "Read this article." To be honest, that may or may not be a wedding dress. It looks like a wedding dress. Women just don't go but around wearing it, wedding it type could just dresses. Be, yeah, no, it could be just like a summery kind of dress. It could be. I, I'll pay that. Could have been a low. Could have gone either way. Uh, uh, a low that news is day. a wedding dress. Slow <laughs> news day. Oh. Speaking of photos, Jess sent me this article. There's been to be a, we, we read it and we thought it was satire, but it was about how... Please tell me it was about the dog wearing a cap. Uh, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> but Jess sent me this thing and it was like, girls... Like getting angry that their friends don't take good photos of them for Instagram. Like I take the best photos of my friends for their Instagram, and they take shit photos of me. And the whole article was about oh uh, the whole favor thing. Yeah, favor <laughs> thing. And it's like don't ever get them again. Just get your phone and a tripod, or set it down somewhere and set a timer and do what you need to do. And I'm like, how is this satire? And it wasn't. It was a completely legit article, and people like. 20, like 20 year olds and 18 year olds looking at it and go, oh my god this is so me and tagging all their friends I thought it was satire I don't even know what satire is anymore it's just blurring the, it's like when you read The Onion the We Only Do One Take podcast is satire yeah I know as the CEO <laughs> I've made that clear in our, in our, uh, our policy in our policy, yeah, policy it's, it's the kids who are wrong yeah <laughs> Uh, now, did- don't get social media don't understand social media I know that's why I run the Facebook page <laughs> Look, I only figured out like three weeks ago I actually had to probably share it from our page. Well done. I'm very impressed. Thank you. I'm very impressed. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, 
Um, if you need any social media uh, undertakings, I contact me and... Uh, <laughs> He'll never get back to you. I don't know. I'll charge a fee and I'll outsource it to you. Oh, that's great. Business. That's how business works. Yeah, well, you know. And you take the uh, 90% cut, right? And that's correct. And he gets the 10%? <laughs> that's correct. Oh, look, you've got to pay for all this equipment and... You know, all mine. Uh, Ryan, do you have an article yeah, for Yeah, Ryan, us? let's get to Ryan's article. We have another domestic on the, on the I, podcast. I found my article. I was like, oh shit, I need an article. I found it at uh, 5 to 5 while taking a shit at work. That's pretty good. Whoa, yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's get... So you took a shit at 5 to 5 today? Yeah. And then you got here to this recording <laughs> studio and you took another shit. <laughs> I'm very impressed. <laughs> Two shits in the space of a few hours. What is going on with your digestive okay, system? Question, I was question. going for pro numbers. Question. Yes. Piss triplets? Did they occur? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. No, when you pee and you shake and then you put it back in your pants and there's still something comes out. There's still some driblets. Driblets. Does that uh, happen to you? After a shit or just in general? Just when you piss. It has happened. Yeah, see? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It confirmed. has happened. It's not confirmed. 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 Anyway, what do so you wait, put for your article? Speaking wise? of... When I came and took took a shit, yeah, in your house, yeah, studio. <laughs> he owns he owns that now. <laughs> studio. I was looking for the toilet paper because mm-hmm. uh, I I don't I don't know what came over me. I just didn't inherently trust a toilet that you tend to use to just be able to sit down. And be like, oh, there will be toilet paper. I was like, I'm gonna check first. Yeah, looking around, you checked. It, it, it no, took. But this is a this is a no. This is common. I had this argument. And this was a, an intellectual argument. Men look for... They, we won't go into a public toilet, right? We will check to make sure that there is toilet paper before we before we sit down. nobody right? wants to get right. caught out. Apparently, apparently, this is a sample of eight people. Five guys, three girls. That's almost representative. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The girls will go in and then close the door, do their business, and then get stuck without toilet paper. That's the whole Elaine Seinfeld episode. You can't even spare one square like that. Ever since. No. Yeah, but I just thought that's amazing. Ryan's just proved it again. Sample sizes increased. He checked. I always look. It's important. I checked and I found it way up high, like on the top shelf, that like shelf thing that goes over your toilet. Yeah. Well, there's and no thought, toilet paper roll. Like that's thing. a really weird place for your toilet paper to be. And then I remembered you're you're a stander, aren't you? I am a stander. So obviously that that's the most convenient place for you. You stand up and it's right there. I just kind of my mind went to a place I didn't want it to. <laughs> of you just kind of like bent, like hunched over, just leaning against this thing, just like getting in there real deep. <laughs> I don't uh, turn around and face. I ladies, still face the shower. Ladies, he's Wait, single. so you turn around <laughs> no, to no. get to the toilet paper, <laughs> then turn back around to what? Yes. Is that not normal? <laughs> ladies, uh, if you are looking for a hot date for this Easter, please contact Kieran on the We Only Do One Take podcast email. It's we only do one take podcast at gmail.com. Do, have we had any emails? Yes. Because I don't check. <laughs> Hold on. What's that email address? You I'm can access send you guys some stuff. It's actually on the uh, SoundCloud. You actually access it through the SoundCloud. Oh, really? okay. Yeah, it's on there. Okay. Anyway, so what was your article about? Oh, again? right, my article. <laughs> See, this is why I've, you know, we, we can get bogged down in details. <laughs> okay, so my article is Facebook blocks com games driveway deals. I don't know what that is. Please explain. 
it, it took me about halfway through the article before I figured out what, right. what exactly so, it was. And you but... chose that one for this satire comedy <laughs> website, <laughs> podcast. Yes. So exactly. residents renting out their driveways for the Gold Coast Com Games on Facebook have had their enterprise shut down. <gasps> oh, that's ridiculous. You can charge a premium. Yeah. So I can't be bothered actually reading it, so I'm just going to give you the gist. Yeah, Basically, uh, this Facebook page is for people to rent out their driveway for people to park in. Yeah. For people coming into town yeah, yeah, yeah. or wanting to get close. But for some reason, uh, the council has deemed it like not, not lawful or something. And, and Com Games don't want their kind of image being sullied by yeah. people parking their cars or some shit. So, yeah, they got shut down and the owner is saying that, screw those guys. He's just going to keep opening more Facebook pages. Oh, that's right. Um, I, is that- Here, here. Stick so, it to the man. So, basically, people are renting out their own property- Via yeah. Facebook. Mm, but just the driveway for people to park their yeah, cars. Yeah, that's for... See, this... How much would you charge? Depending on where I lived. Yeah, I mean, like, you're really close to... to you've got gold real estate. Me? Yeah. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Being Jewish. I yeah. Gold. Um, I don't know. Per day? Yeah. I don't know. If I didn't need the space, 20, 30 bucks a day? Oh, see, I'd charge 100. No, nah, no, nah, you've got to be reasonable, I reckon. Or just put a feeler out, see if you get any bites. Yeah, yeah. I reckon start high. Oh, I'll go 50. 50 bucks. I'm happy that it was 50 100 bucks. bucks, and then I'd get like the local teenager and say I'll pay you 10 bucks to wash their car. What, every day? <laughs> yeah, you park there, you get your car washed. 150 if you want it vacuumed. Yeah, okay. I'll pay the kid 15. Yeah. So this is why I'm the CEO, Ryan. <laughs> this is where the money comes from. <laughs> so far, we've made zero. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're actually, if you put up all the costs, we're in debt. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> Nearly $12,000 of debt, I've heard. <laughs> That's fine. My first business was uh, was in debt as well. I mean, we weren't really trying to make money. I wasn't trying to make money. The partner apparently was. <laughs> I mean, that was a bit optimistic. I was just here for the experience and the tax write-offs. Well, that's pretty good. <laughs> Here, here for the tax write-offs. No, what would you charge, Ryan? I would. I'd be happy with fifty bucks. Yeah, I think really? fifty is a good fifty. Kitsch. Like that's money you wouldn't be getting otherwise. You're literally yeah. you're not giving up anything. I I just feel like the government's free over, I think the government's just overstepping their boundaries there. Because I reckon it's Com Games probably having some kind of stick in the mud, and they would have put pressure on the council, and that's why they're coming up with some excuse. But even so, like that's just the government overstepping. You know, like free you, speech, overstepping well, free it's, speech. You no, know, if, if it's your property and you've paid all your your taxes and your rates and your mm. thing like that, um, you know, it's like renting out an extra room. Like if you've got an extra room, you should be able to rent it out. Like that's your property. Mm. You know, as long as you don't, you know, put the guy in a dungeon or something like that, it's fine. If they're just renting out their car, uh, driveway, for. Fifty bucks, a hundred bucks a day. Then, but technically, the letter of the law is: if you're making that income, you got to be taxed on it. Yeah, that's fine. Um, except you know, you don't have to. So they got to they got to be consistent <laughs> with and their church, rulings. And church I'm would declare it at tax time. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm happy for them to be taxed on it, but I don't like the fact they're shutting down the the opportunity to run that small business for themselves. That's that's what I'm opposed to. I'm yeah. also opposed to tax, but that's a different story altogether. <laughs> Yeah, oh, well. No tax rants. We should have a bingo card that says all the things we can't talk about and they come up. Tax in the Bible. Tax the Bible. Actually, do you know what I when we've got our guests here for the last episode? We should give them a bingo card, which is like, church isn't allowed to say tax. Yeah. I'm not allowed to say anything religious. Or the tax. <laughs> or the tax. Yeah. Or tax the churches. Yeah. Or the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or anything like that. That's. I think we should do that. 
while Kieran is having some cheese, um, I'm th- going like this. It's delicious. We are the most professional podcast ever. A bit more of that. A little bit of that. There's cookies there as well. Lovely. While we have something to eat and drink, mm. um, I'd like to say that uh, 2018, the best thing in 2000. In, into the best thing has happened, yeah, and nothing else will top this in 2018. Is this being recorded right now? This is being recorded right now. Okay, so you got me eating. Absolutely, oh, I can just shit. silence it. It's fine. <laughs> You're about to put more food in your mouth anyway. Oh my god! Just start raising another biscuit <laughs> to your mouth. I thought we were on a break. That's why I'm eating. No, no, we're enjo- we're enjoying some lovely news while you eat. It's fine. I'll just I'll just edit this out. It's fine. I'll just edit out. I was trying to make it. No, okay, well, I'm eating anyway. You're both Simpsons fans? Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so, on Monday, the Merriam-Webster Dictionary announced eight more than 850 words have been added to the online dictionary, and one of those was a word created by the Simpsons. <whistles> Anyone want to have a guess of which word was added to the dictionary that was a Simpsons word? That's not actually a word until... I think when I hear ago. it, I'm gonna could be like, yes, it's that one. Uh, I'll give you, I'll give you guys a bit of a hint of where it came from. What episode? Okay, uh, it's from season seven. In the oh, epi- a good season. A good season from Lena the uh, Iconoclast. The episode introduced the viewers to the cities of Springfield's motto, which was passed down from Jebediah Springfield, Shelbyville, and the motto <laughs> was. A noble spirit embiggens the smallest man. Embiggens. Embiggens it- is now officially in the Merriam-Webster's Dictionary. I'm going to use that this it's week. It's great. And just to let you know what everyone, what it means. Is is this a reputable dictionary? Yeah. It's- is it like the Oxford? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, big question is, what does it mean? And it may, just basically means to enlarge or enlarge. So... Mm-hmm. It begins the small, so in that in that sentence, enlarges the small and spirit. Yeah, so uh, noble spirit enlarges the smallest man. Yep. Oh, that's uh, it, yep. Yep. So I'm very happy. I mean, big Simpsons fan since I was a kid up until about season eight when Hank Scorpio's on there. Then there's no better episode than the Hank Scorpio <laughs> episode. And if anyone says that I'm wrong, fight me in real lemon life. tree episode. It's nah, <laughs> lemon tree. It's a good episode. episode. It's no Hank Scorpio, in my opinion, but. They debate for another day. <laughs> yes. The problem The problem is that they haven't included some other words mm-hmm. from The Simpsons. Um, so, going on in that episode, Mrs. Krabappel goes, Embiggins? I never heard that word before I moved to Springfield. And then Miss Hoover goes, I don't know why. It's a perfectly cromulent word. Now, <laughs> cromulent also isn't a word. Yet. <laughs> Miriam Webster, get on it. The We Only Do One Take podcast, I bet you didn't know this, has its own dictionary. And... Say amenities. <laughs> and cromulent will be the first word added. Now, there's only one other word. Yes, dictionaries start with C. <laughs> <laughs> and there's um, only one other word I could think of with The Simpsons of made-up words that really should be words. Mm-hmm. And that is from the first season of, oh, yeah. of The Simpsons. Classic, super classic. And that word is quidjibo. Now, I don't know if you remember this episode where they're playing Scrabble at the beginning and yep. Bart puts down all these letters and spells Quidjibo. Yeah. And he even gives a definition, which is a big, dumb, balding North American ape with no chin. And then Marge adds in and a short temper. And then obviously Homer goes and chases Bart. But 
Until Cromulent and Quijibo are added to the dictionary, this is... And Homer is also added under the word idiot, like in that, that's, mm-hmm. you know, in the, the picture of Homer's there. It's a start Merriam-Webster dictionary, but there's still more work to be done. Because you know how the things are added into the dictionary? People vote for it. Oh, is that what they do? <laughs> I thought you knew. I thought that's how it goes. I, Wait, I didn't know that's a thing. I haven't seen these votes. Yeah. Well, can I we just start a vote then? I, mean, I think we can. I voted for Station... This sounds so much more accessible now. Mm. Station McStation face or whatever it was. For <laughs> oh, Bodie McBoat face. Bodie McBoat, yeah, yeah, for, for the Melbourne Tunnel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. They wait until people use... Well, this is what Oxford does anyway. They wait for people to use these words, so it's got to be used in mainstream society. Yeah. And then when the panel, whoever's on the panel, just goes, yes, this word has been used in mainstream society, we'll now add it. Well, that's perfectly cromulent. Uh, I think that we'll be able to do this in the future. We could have our own dictionary. Well, if we just use the word cromulent enough and get big enough, Mm. then the We Only Do One Take podcast can say that we we got the word cromulent into the dictionary. Cromulent. That sounds a bit sexy. Cromulent. I'm going to put so much reverb on that. It's going to sound (laughs) disgusting. (laughs) I'm I'm invading your mind. (laughs) Subliminal messaging. Uh, Kieran. Yes. Got another article for us. I do. Would you like one, two, three, or four? Pick a number, Ryan. One. You want one? Why do you want one? Seven. Okay. Um, <laughs> Ryan, you've been overseas. That you, is true. You've you were been there to, a couple of times. You've been to many hotels. I have. What is your favourite thing to steal from a hotel? The batteries from a remote control. <laughs> <laughs> now, it really you, fucks everybody over. You might incriminate yourself here. You can't plead the fifth. Favorite thing I like to steal is any alcohol from your bar fridge. Oh, good, Ooh. good, it's good. Um, what can you pinch from a hotel room and the items you should never steal? Etiquette expert William. Has- okay, etiquette expert is saying I can steal things. <laughs> First of all, what? <laughs> Second of all, what can I steal? <laughs> I'm getting there. Etiquette expert William Hansen has resu- re- revealed. Which items are okay to take and which you should leave alone? So All what right. can we take? Um, well, you can't take the TV. Shocker. Oh, no. uh, but so you what- can take the remote. No, you can take the remote batteries. <laughs> well, according... <laughs> you can take general- the remote and leave behind the batteries. True. It's, uh, it's- <laughs> One or the other. <laughs> One battery and half remote. <laughs> well, th- no, the batteries is fine. Because it's in general, it's okay to take items which are only going to be replaced anyway. Yeah, exactly right. So you could bring all the toilet paper, the the, the, the amen- gels. Yeah, so the, the gels. booze is going to get replaced anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the mini bar gone. <laughs> that's it. Um, that's about it. This article is would seem a lot more hilarious when I read it. <laughs> on the toilet. <laughs> What's the weirdest thing that you guys have taken from a? A hotel, like, have you taken anything funny? Herpes. <laughs> no, well, I'm that's, kidding. That's, <laughs> how'd you get that? I was fucking the bed. <laughs> it's the first trip with Kieran. <laughs> Welcome to Vietnam. Was Vietnam our first trip together? Ooh, it was. Oh, romantic. I'm pretty sure Vietnam. Do you have a guy like, Vietnam is the only place we've been to together. Yeah, there you go. Well, I, sorry, Myanmar as well. Oh, Myanmar. Yes. Do you have a, yes. do you have a guy there? Yes. <laughs> Every time, same 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 guys, Kieran, or do you, do you get different guys? We we got a guy. That's very cromulent. We share a guy. Um, <laughs> you just wanted to use that word. 
I can't say I've taken anything weird from a hotel, but I, I got to stay at one, like work paid for one, and I must say I think I wasted more water than than the than the, the lake had. Oh, I and I absolutely because there's always those little signs that say like, please, you know, hang your towel up and reuse nah, it. Nah, I am just like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm paying for it. Yeah, you're know, washing my towels, and then I get really demanding as well because I'm like, room service hasn't come and cleaned my room yet. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, I feel like you're the type of guy that would grab the the bathrobe and sit on the bed while you call room service and room service come in and clean and you're just watching while eating chocolates. I can <laughs> I can tell you that is absolutely the kind of guy he is. Hey, I'm a paying customer. <laughs> <laughs> what? Now, you'll generally find me at the bar. Yep. Yep. Because um, you don't put on calories when you go overseas. Is that true? That is true. Well, I'm about to go uh, uh, on a cruise, so... Uh, what? How old are you? Like 50? Yeah. 60? Yeah. 70? Yeah. You're going on a cruise? It's cromulent, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> no, like your parents are paying for it. Oh. Uh, I'm just paying for alcohol, and I'm just going to ah, buy myself. Boo. I'm just going to buy an alcohol pass. Yes. So we're good to go. They didn't buy you an alcohol pass? No. How long is this cruise? 10 days? Yeah. 10 nights? Okay. Nights. You're going with your partner? Yeah. So you're how, just how much? Sex. <laughs> how much is the alcohol pass for 10 days? I think it was eight hundred dollars, and I get cocktails in that. Okay, Do so you get spirits. That's that's yeah, spirits un- and cocktails. under a hundred dollars. You need to drink per night. Yeah, to me. Yeah, that's that's totally. That's doable. very easy. That's very that's like, doable. That's like six cocktails, the whole day. So like if I have a beer at lunch and a couple of beers around the pool, and then like four cocktails, that's like two hundred bucks. Yeah, that's pretty good. And a couple of scotches, take it back to the room, ready to go. You could do it that way, or you could go for a high school much as you can, 10 days of just blotto drunk. Um, you know, if you want to get your money's worth. I will absolutely get my money's worth. And I'll tell you all about that in season two mm. of the podcast. Is it yeah. a buffet? It's a buffet. I can eat any time I want. And room service. Because when I go to the buffets, never fill up on bread. No, 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 no. Go straight and find the seafood. See, okay, let's talk about this, right? Go for the I most expensive techni- stuff. I have a technique. See... I went to a buffet with Jess. We went yep. to the Crown one. What's the Crown one? Okay, that's all right. It's really good. It's pretty good there. That's all right. And all the family members, like went with the, the, Jess's family over there, and they're filling, putting like the bread and the crackers and the snack. And I, the first thing I grabbed is like the whole lobster and I put it on my plate. They had lobster? A lobster. A crown? A crown. How much did you pay for the... the- I didn't pay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I got their money's worth. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it was like I put a lobster and I get like the lamb and I get like all the meat straight yep. away and the prawns yep. and stuff. Like oysters with the oysters. The oysters, yes. Yeah. Yep. So I got the so I got the expensive stuff first. I sat down like you know a lobster's what like seventy dollars. So I just took it and the crab. I took crab, beautiful. Oh. I don't know. And everyone's like, "Why are you starting with those first? I'm like, "Because this is you're pa- you're not paying for bread. Mm. Bread is nothing. They're paying for." The expensive meats and the expen- the fi- like the fine dining cuisine, and then just had uh, chicken nuggets and uh- ah <laughs> oh, boo. <laughs> you get that from Macca's, <laughs> and and uh, and she went to the. Dessert I mean, don't scene. get me wrong, I like the bread rolls when you go out, but when it's a buffet, no, 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 you get that. Your last. priorities what? immediately change. What is yeah, your buffet. buffet technique? She said it was seafood first. So my, my 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 buffet technique is. If they have got it in a way that they want you to like fill up on the food, no, no, if there's you've got, like you've got to go the other way. If there's a line, 
start whatever the last thing is, that's, that's where you, you start. start. Yeah. Because that's the most expensive. Yep. And by the they're hoping that by the time you get there, your plate's full that that's you can't right. put much on. So I I'm that annoying asshole that starts at the very end and goes backwards. Yep. And gets in everyone's way. Yeah. But it's all right because I don't make it to the bread. Ha- okay. Ha- question though, how rude are you? Do you do you only use one plate or do you get the two? Oh God, I'm if it's a buffet, I'm getting two. <laughs> See, I'm I'm not at that. Oh, hang on, I get one at a time. Yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, like, do you get like like you usually get one plate or you can pick up two and yeah. fill up both? Yeah, no, no, I just do one. Just one at a time. I, I'm like, worried. So I'm not at Is that, that like, a thing? I've never seen somebody actually pick up two plates. I, I well, fill up two I, I've, plates. I have seen it, but I'm not at that level of comfort yet to do that. See, I'm worried that I would just spill it. Yeah, like, trip uh, and then go off. Oh, we just fuck. get some more. It's fine. Right? Yeah, it's a buffet. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, see, I do get like either a second plate or a bowl so I can put all my crap mm-hmm. from like the seafood yep. in there. Like, you know, if I'm eating like an oyster, I want to put the shallow away. I don't want to leave it on my plate because that might be my lamb curry might be there. Yeah, you ask the waiter to go get you one. Yeah. Either way. What about you, Ryan? What's your what's your buffet technique? Oh, buffet technique. Uh, def- Obviously the meat first. I mean, why would you bother with the veggies? I mean, you can just get that out of the dirt outside. It, it becomes an exclusive, pretty much like meat meal, a buffet. Yeah. Because meat's always the most expensive. It always is. Clearly, I, I'm just always thinking about how can I get my money's worth out of any of these situations. We are. Here, here. <laughs> we are. like the most I'm very savvy. disappointed. When, when I went to Tokyo, um, there was a uh, all-you-can-eat buffet. What are you doing? I'm pointing at the beer. Oh. <laughs> just started making these random hand gestures right in my face. Um, I, didn't, I, didn't want to, I didn't want to interrupt you <laughs> while you're in your speech. You did very well. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, and you can also get all you can drink. Oh, So my good. mates would go there. I was very disappointed I didn't go there this time, but they would pay for it and they literally wouldn't eat anything. They would fill up on booze. They wanted every bit of space to be taken up by alcohol. Cool. I just poured this into my scotch glass. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I just pulled my Kilkenny, which is not a sponsor yet. We should call, contact them into my glass that was had a little bit of Bowmore Scotch, which is not a sponsor yet, but we should contact them. Um, so uh, hopefully this combination tastes good because I like both of these things. If Bowmore became your sponsor, I would be here every goddamn I, week. I think I would be here every day producing content. It'd be fantastic. We should contact them. We should. Tonight's episode is also sponsored by Cadbury Cookies Chocolate Chip. That is the soft center inside. That's Cadbury Cookies Chocolate Chip. Very impressive. Yes. Oh. Right. Did you want to hear a Trump update? Trump what I've been waiting for. The Trump, Trump watch, watch is here, people. And we can't have madmen out there shooting rockets all over the place. And by the way... Rocket Man should have been handled a long time ago. Little Rocket Man. Actually, there is an app. It's called Prez on Press. Yep. But I can't spell it right. I've only tried once. But it's called Prez on Press. Yep. Or Press on Prez. Whatever it's called. One of those two. And you just get Trump updates. That's fantastic. I need to get on this. Trump updates. So there's been some big, big news with Trump. To, uh, today and yesterday and this and that. So I'll talk about a few things. I've been trying to keep up and I wanted... Cause we haven't done a Trump watch update for a very long time. It's been a while. And do you know what? The more I... Because I would sort of say I'm a little bit more to the left. Yeah. Right? 
But I've been forcing myself to watch right-wing media. He's great. It's all over And I am so bloody impressed with Trump. <laughs> and I thought I would never have said this. He's a lot better than most people think. I think the left-wing media don't give him the respect he deserves. And I think the right-wing media give him far too much. It's a good, happy medium. But I'm going to tell you a few things that's going on with him. And this is... I was having an argument with someone else. There, and I was like, he's voted in. He was voted in by the people. You have to... Not respect- the majority of Not people, the majority of people, but the majority of the electorate. But people did vote for him, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. So... He played the only game that mattered. Yeah, well, that's it. The Electoral well, College. That's it. Welcome to winning the election properly. Actually, I heard Hillary Clinton today say, Oh, I won the vote with the people who make the most GDP in our country. And I'm like... You didn't win Texas, lady. <laughs> you did not win Texas. But nonetheless, a few things happened to Trump. Today, officially, on uh, after a 14-month investigation, uh, a few depart- uh, government agencies, department and, indiv- and separate agencies have decided that, have made the decision that there was no Russian collusion with the electoral vote. Oh. Yeah. So there was none. Zero. Who, who, who was it? The FBI? Uh, there was like four or five agencies working together. Yeah. And they decided, no, nope, no Russian collusion at okay. all within the Trump campaign. 14-month investigation, billions, millions, almost a billion dollars spent, no collusion at all. Very exciting for Trump. But what's more exciting for Trump is that, I don't know if you've been seeing this, He's being uh, a, a prostitute slash porn star. I saw this. Yeah, here we go. This is the more exciting news. <laughs> Has been saying that, oh, I had an affair with him while he was with Ivanka. Oh, not Ivanka. Melania. <laughs> Wrong person. She's both... Awkward be- slip. Both, both are hot, though, so it's okay. Um, yeah, so she said that they had an affair, this and that, but apparently he paid for the sex. Okay. Well, how is that an affair? Well, I don't know. So. Uh, Kieran is right. It's not an affair if you had to pay for it. Yeah, it's true. He's paying You're for a service. You're off the hook. He's paying for a service. He received that he service. He was injecting a stimulus into the economy. That's right. Oh, into, into, into one individual. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Nonetheless. Her name so, is Economy. So, <laughs> so BBC sent, wrote this article. And the BBC is a pretty trustworthy news source occasionally. They're getting a bit more left-wing leaning at the moment. But nonetheless... That is the British Broadcasting Corporation. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, there was the article was called Stormy Daniels, which is the, uh, the porn actress's name. Trump lawyer obtained restraining order. So, Trump has now got a restraining order against Stormy Daniels, who is suing him for... Whatever she can yeah, sue exactly him for. Right. Yep. But... The great thing about this was, and it's pretty interesting, nothing like, you know, I'll, re- I'll tell I you about it. I bet you Trump wakes up every morning and it's just like, so how many lawsuits do we have today? Yeah. I, and, he's just, and then someone's like, oh, you got five today. Okay. And it's like, all I want to know, is the number getting smaller or higher? <laughs> I heard that you don't really run a, a, a successful business until you get sued. That's something I've heard before. I can update you. Yeah. We've had one lawsuit. Yes, I know. That's how successful podcast. we are. Yeah. I've got my lawyer, best lawyer on it. <laughs> best lawyers. The best lawyers. But, so the the article was, uh, the headline was Stormy Daniels and then colon, Trump lawyer obtains a restraining order. But the the best thing about, the first time I saw this, and when I was looking for it again to bring it in, that wasn't the headline that I saw. The headline I saw was, 
Trump wins order to gag porn actress. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I want to read this article. This sounds like the kind of article that I want to read. But it's basically, he put a restraining order up against her because apparently he's she's been harassing him. And she doesn't. he doesn't want to co- have her contact him in any way. And there's a civil suit going on, but... Yeah, it's all good. But anyway, so in that sort of sense, he's he's gagging porn actresses and telling people, uh, fuck you, Russia did not influence anything. And there was actually a really cool uh, post today he did on Twitter and Facebook, all in caps, like a like a, like a a proper troll. Hmm. And he was saying that uh, there was no collusion whatsoever, which is really exciting. I think it's really good. Like, I think... I think a lot of the American people are still stuck in that, you know, Hillary should have won sort of thing. Trump is the best thing that has happened to America. It's a heaps of fun. And and one of the reasons I say this is that if you want shit to change, and it doesn't matter if it's an organization or, or you know, America, yeah, you need chaos to happen first. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the theory called? I can't remember. Well, going going on that but you need you need shit to happen and it's making it's making the left the the left side of politics uh, they have to get their shit together oh, yeah, and they yeah, realize yeah. and they're, they're realizing that that you know they can't generally go down the same pathway no and in fact just i've only watched a little bit but politicians are now starting to answer more questions they're actually well, in more depth rather well, than just nah, talk, to know, their talking the points cre- still, still are- talking on their talking points but Far more directly, more than anything. And yeah. that's what they're, you know, they're, instead of just having these long, you know, like answers like Kieran does, he's just getting more <laughs> direct answers. <laughs> right. Well, there's no way that things could stay the same post-Trump. Like, things are going to either change dramatically for the better or for the worse, but there's no way things are staying the same. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm very excited about the future. I mean, like... Will Trump- he win the ne- second election? I... Yeah, why not? And then will why he follow he- China's suit and saying... You know what? Let's get rid of these terms. Trump unlimited. <laughs> um, so, uh, question. Yeah. Who would be our Trump if we needed Clive a Trump? <laughs> uh, look, if you guys have thought about this, that was very If you haven't checked out the Clive Palmer Facebook page, it is the funniest. I, I get my updates on the page from Kieran. Oh, okay, good, good. Oh, dude, you've got, I don't share it as much <laughs> as I should. You, it you is amazing. Quite recently. It is absolutely amazing. If we could get Clive Palmer onto the podcast, I would have a fucking field day because Gauntlet Throne, if you're out there. Yeah. Um I feel like if he Actually was, even better, if any of our listeners know how to get into Clive Palmer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be very cromulent of them. I would even have Clive Palmer's grog dog. <laughs> his what? He's he's got a dog and he calls the, the oh, dog. Grog. On, grog. Yeah, grog. Grog dog. Yeah, <laughs> dog yeah, yeah. on the grog. And I would even have him on the podcast. Like that's how that's how I think he's doing some great memes. And I don't know. He must have a te- He must be hiring a team of twenty-year-olds to make memes for him because the quality that's coming out of his his camp is is absolute top band. He's got the Clive Palmer army, the Palmy, the Palmy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's doing that. Anyway, if you haven't checked out Clive Palmer on Facebook, you don't have to like him. I'm but shattered. Great. He is not in politics anymore. I, I think he wants to come back. He's, I think his party's still running for the next mm. election. And I've got this, I've got this, Ryan, I've got this dilemma. The Reason Party is now recruiting for polit- uh, politicians. Do it. Apply. 
Do it. Do it. Do it. Because you've offered me a job on your staff. Oh, I'm it's the numerous times. I'm I'm waiting for you <laughs> to cash in on this job. I know I, I uh, I'm not the finance minister, wasn't I? Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Must be. Must be. <laughs> Some shit job. Fair enough. Hey, last week we talked about how a person sued their parents for the terrible name that oh, they yeah, called Oh, yeah, them. it was with Adam. Yeah, yeah. It was what? It was with Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was that the week before? Anyway, yeah. new article. Parents in court for baby daughter's unusual name and told the judge they would pick a new one if... Uh, and told the judge would pick new one if they didn't. So what was the name? Um. So it's a girl. Yeah. And the parents have decided that they wanted to call her Liam. Liam. Yes. L-I-A-M. L-I-A-M. Which is a boy's name. Yeah. And... How progressive are these parents? Oh, it doesn't say. Okay. (laughs) Uh, The French government had issued... uh, Had issued with the fact that they had picked a traditional boy's name for a girl. They were told it would, would likely create a risk of gender confusion. The prosecutor said the name was contrary to the interest of the child and could harm her in her social relations. I just think that they're aware of the previous court case of someone suing their parents at 18 years of age, no, 17 years of age, saying, you've traumatized me with having a terrible name. I know a few Liams and I can I can see it working. <laughs> Liam a is a terrible name. name. It's a very effeminate <laughs> name. Very effeminate men. Liam's is a terrible name. I don't know any Liams that I've liked, so, you know. Because it, <laughs> because of this, the parents have postponed their her baptism. <laughs> well, there you go. That's that's really why you brought this in. Also, so are you telling you like, oh, are you telling me that if I name my child something shit, we have to postpone the baptism? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, she's single. <laughs> that's exactly what I would do. Um, parents have also been banned in France from calling their children Nutella, Strawberry, and Manhattan. Nutella, Strawberry, and Manhattan. Correct. Those Qu- are pretty terrible names. Craziest like, name you've ever heard? The craziest name I've ever yeah. heard. I'll tell you. If, and I'm not talking porn stars. No, no. It, the craziest name I've ever heard is always Frank Zappa's kids. Yeah. Because, and I've and I recently went to a Frank a, a Frank Zappa show, but his son now goes around and plays his stuff. Yeah. With with a new band and this has some old members stuff like, and his son's name is Dweezil. Uh, D-W-E-E-Z-I-L. Dweezil. Mm-hmm. And if you could got- ever see your parents over a name. That's that's it. Yeah. But the funny thing is, Frank Zappa wanted to name his child Dweezil. And the nurses mm. wouldn't let him write that onto the birth certificate. So... He named him like John or something, something like, you know, what a generic and put Dweezil as the middle name. Mm-hmm. And ever since they took him home, they always called him Dweezil. Yeah. And he found out when he was like 16 or 17 that on his birth certificate, his name wasn't actually Dweezil and went to like, what's it called? Like the death, mar- uh, Department of Birth, Deaths and Marriages, or whatever it is, and legally changed his name to Dweezil. So his name is actually now Dweezil. And I've seen him play multiple times his dad's stuff and if you haven't seen the dweezil zappa or zappa plays zappa show if it does come to your town and you like frank zappa even if you don't like frank zappa just like really cool guitar playing and really cool music go check him out because he's fucking amazing i did a master class with him too really cool with dweezil with dweezil wow there's a a photo with him like i was about this far away i'm talking like two three like a meter away from him and i bought my guitar 
got to, and he showed me some really cool stuff. Maybe I'll take a video and put it up on Facebook of the stuff he showed me how to play. And yeah, absolutely. That'd be really cool. But yeah, like I said, the Dweezil, Frank's ever named his kids some weird stuff. I mean, there's Dweezil, there's Moon Unit, there's Armit, and I can't remember the, the other girl. I about Moon Unit. <laughs> how well, do you forget about Moon Unit? <laughs> I can't remember the other girl's name. But um, yeah, but Armit and Dweezil and Moon Unit, the other girls' names, uh, other boys and girls' names. Fair enough. Yeah, I've got a movie. Good I've got a movie review. You got a movie review. I've got a movie review, but All it's right. n- not actually a movie. Um, but I figured it, it needed the movie review criteria. Mm-hmm. Um, I went and are you guys familiar with Jordan Peterson? Yes, 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 yes. So gained oh, last eighteen months has gained popularity, right? It's really, you know what? He's a very down to earth. I think Niall was talking about him when he came onto the show. Very down to earth, interesting man. Very rational. Very, I think I feel really reasonable. I had a few issues with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course. Oh, there's always something. To, but I think. But no, you're right. Yeah, very, very rational, very, very reasonable, um, very interesting to listen to. And not what the left have been going on and, and bandwagging about him. Oh, he's alt-right, isn't he? <laughs> I would actually say he's just... He's liberal. <laughs> he's just middle. Like yeah, he's yeah. just centre. Like he's, he's just like... He's a very down-to-earth facts and figures to if, a degree if guy. If he had facts and figures, that would then change his opinion. He would change, he his, would opinion, change his opinion. He would change his opinion. because the new evidence says whatever whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. Like that. And, and, and that's it. He's been in the field, what, for 30, 40, 50 years doing yeah. research and really good studies and, and and a very interesting man and an actual person i know this is we're going a little bit off track here i'll admit that um right. but someone who i thought would be really good at critiquing uh the research that i did which was subjective well-being yeah because no one has come out and cri- given it a full critique and i was like he would be interesting yeah um anyway saw his talk and i thought you know what let's 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 review it and I'm only going to give him one and a half stars out of five. Out of five, really? Out of five. Leg room. Terrible, eh? And the leg room, well... Where was it? Well, hear me out. We um, went in to go see Jordan and uh, with a couple of mates. And let's get some dinner beforehand. And we got some Vietnamese from a, a pop-up stand, yep. pop-up thing, which was delicious with a, with a, a pint of beer. So, you know what I mean? We're off to a good start. This guy's going to get six out of five stars. You know what I'm talking about? Anyway. This rating system the fucking worst. <laughs> <laughs> How was he in the show? Had a good dinner. Six out of five. Are you sure you're not just reviewing the restaurant? <laughs> I had I had Goose, the beer, which was the first time. It was Ooh. great. Then we had, to, we had to go to the venue. Now, it was at the Melbourne Recital Centre. Yep. Apparently, if Niall's listening, you just walk up St. Kilda Road and swing a right and you're there. But no, no, the person navigating me, Niall, had to take us... <laughs> I'm not bleeping that out. <laughs> on, uh, ...on a wild walk. The scenic route. This very, very scenic route. And, and we ended up at St. Kilda Road. And then I actually got my phone out and was like, no, it's back here. Anyway, we're about 20 minutes late to the talk. Now, it started at 6.30. And I'm thinking, ah, oh, he's not going to be on... He's- we're walking we're a bit late. I'm like, ah, no stress. He'll probably start at seven or something like that because, you know, there's probably a person that's going to speak before him. Right. No, no, he was on at like 6.30. Unlike like, you, Kieran, people are on time. <laughs> <laughs> we would have, concept. We would have been on time if we didn't take the scenic route. Lovely. Maybe maybe like five minutes late. And that would have been like the moderator talking. So who cares? 
So we actually, they wouldn't let us in when we turned up because they're like, oh, we've just let a whole bunch of people and you're going to have to wait like another 10 minutes because we can't have, we can't have people just going in and interrupting the crowd. All right, that's mm. fair enough. <clears throat> so we're late and I've missed a whole chunk of his talk. So now I'm a little bit annoyed. Right. So we're sitting. But that's your. F- that's yours and Niall's fault. That's not my fault. I wasn't. Di- I wasn't the one directing. Niall's fault. That's Niall's fault. Yeah. I think it's your fault for not being able to control your own emotions, man. <laughs> <laughs> Get that shit in check. You should uh, make your bed. Anyway, we were we were, we were sitting there. And we were watching him on the screen, but the sound was muffled, so it was really actually hard to hear him. Even though, like, I was like, oh, it'll be interesting. We'll sit and watch him on the screen. Yeah. Sound was muffled, so he's not off to a good start. Anyway, we get in, and of course we're we're in the middle. So there's only like. There isn't a middle row. There's just the the two rows at the end, yeah, like the left and the right, and we're in the middle, near the front, but not quite near the front, yeah, right? Yeah. And w- everyone, probably about fifteen people, had to stand up for us to, you know, make our way way past them. And we're walking past. We're like, sorry, 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 sorry. And this lady goes, oh, bunch of Americans. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. Oh, and I was just Karen. like, they're fucking Australians. They're not Americans. Anyway, I was. Hey, with, where's your slim dusty? Uh, <laughs> Hat. <laughs> I was with the with with my security guard, so I I can see how that. Um, <laughs> Just because he's Irish <laughs> does not mean he's a security guard. And they're bigger than me, so they're my security guards. But, uh, and everyone's my security <laughs> guard. <laughs> I feel I am so safe. <laughs> uh, anyway, we sit down. Now, luckily, the person next to me didn't hog the armrest, so I was able to hog the armrest. Right, so <laughs> that's why. Saying, okay. Luckily, the person next to me wasn't a prick, so that I could be a prick. <laughs> so I was able. I was able. So that's why we've gone up to one and a half stars. So how was the content? Actually, what did I say? Two stars. Or anyway, two and a half. half. Pardon? One and a half. Yeah, yeah, good. One and a half. Right. So that was fine. But then Blaine nudged me halfway through the talk when I was listening to something, which lost my train of thought. Um, and when we sat down, I actually didn't know. Oh, easily distracted Kieran. And, and I didn't, when I sat down. Dr. Kieran, <laughs> to you. Uh, yeah, that's right. Get my title right. Oh, um, congratulations. No, I haven't graduated yet. <laughs> Not doctor then. Yeah. Almost um, doctor. That's right. Just D, do- D Kieran. No I yet. Yeah. D, R, uh, what? <laughs> um, yeah, so, so we, 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 we sit down and I, he's on some train of thought or whatever. So I start looking up at the roof and the lights and the, yeah, it was all right, you know. Anyway, get on, get on some point and I, I pay attention. And then some of the things he said, look, really interesting points. And I did learn some things. Yeah. But I, I had to say, like I had at the end, you know, you know, they're like, oh, what did you think? And I had to, I had to go, you know what? I've spent the last 10 years in the field of psychology this stuff that he's talking about isn't really news to me. Yeah, he's, yeah look. He, he's probably just articulate. And I didn't really know who the guy was before I went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sort of knew, but I was like, oh, I don't know who he is. And he's just got a very good way of probably articulating it. No, yeah, that's right. And putting it as, in, into a story and a bit of a narrative. But he does, at some points, contradict himself. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there are some where he talks about fallacies. And it's like, you're using that fallacy. I, I would love to have a conversation with him. I'd love to have an in-depth conversation. I'd be happy to have him on the show. And abs- absolutely. And um, the one thing, the one thing, because this is the this is my crutch, where it's like I know about subjective well-being and I yeah, know yeah, happiness because yeah. I've 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 worked with the the experts. 
and this is my field and I know this shit. And then when he starts talking about like happiness, I'm like, you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. Um, well, I'll send him a message. He's, he's actually pretty good from what I can tell. Like he's been on a few shows, but he's actually quite good at responding to people, especially on email and Facebook and stuff like that. So but, something. but he's, no, no, he is, I would actually recommend if you haven't seen him or his talks, probably worthwhile checking out because he's probably, um, uh, the thing is very accessible psychology. That's what I feel it he's, is. He's interesting thing talking about the gender pay gap. <laughs> he's right. Fantastic. Right, and that is because I never really gave the gender pay up some thought. And he's talking about things like it's a factor; it's not the most causal factor. We have no. to do like the the look at the variance, and we have to look at the the contributing factors. And I'm like, you know what? That's exactly how it, in, proper studies are done. Proper studies are done, and yeah. look at those things. And I go, he's actually he knows his shit when he talks about. Well, no, I I get. Like, you know, I see these things about gender wage gaps and this and that. Look, I'm not saying that there isn't a wage gap. And I've said this for a while, but it's it's not, what, 29, 30% what people are saying. Because if it was 29 or 27% or something mm. like that, no company would hire a bloke. It, it, because if they could charge 30% less on wages, no company would hire someone that they have to pay 30% more. Yeah. Like... I, I, coming from an economics accounting background, I've never seen any proper studies that say, like from economists, are saying, yeah, it's real. People go, yeah, there's a gap because of these reasons. But if you take, like, like Jordan Peterson's sort of saying, if you take out these reasons... Gender is not the no, biggest contributor no, right. to the, to the it's, pay it's, gap. It's education. And it's it's time spent in the workforce. It's the type of job people are doing. Hmm. There's know. a number of factors. There's that, so that many related. factors, yeah. you know. It's like anything. Like, you know, yeah, I'm an, I'm an accountant, but I don't have my... You know, I started my CPA. That was bullshit. Stopped it. But someone that has a CPA is an accountant is going to make more than me. Hmm. You know, because they've got an additional qualification that says to an employer, Hey, they can do certain things that I can't, you know? And, but if, you know, if you have a degree in arts and there's a person with a degree in accounting or, and it's for an accounting job, who's going to get the job? It depends how well you saw yourself. Oh, there's that as well, you know, but finally, and there's that other study, I think the Melbourne chip in here, by the way, Ryan, (laughs) <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just, I'm. Well, you know what? I feel like, oh, so much out of my depth right now. <laughs> uh, Ryan's looking at the line. I was not expecting this highbrow well, kind of conversation. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's there always the biggest thing for me because, like, coming from a musician's background, like, you know, being a musician as well as a, you know, doing finance and stuff like that. Like, a good musician is a good musician. And, like, and know, I am an excellent music appreciator. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, yeah. But like for me, like, <laughs> a good musician's a good musician, right? And we were watching a doc. I was watching a documentary with Jess called Hired Guns. I highly recommend it. It's like a fantastic documentary about, like you know, let's say like think of a guy like Bon Jovi or Alice Cooper. Like they don't have a band they've had from the sixties. They've got they've got a band that's got a continuously rotating lineup of these people called Hired Guns, and one of the people that. Alice Cooper has at the moment is this female named Nita Strauss. And I knew her because I just knew that she was a fucking ripper of a guitarist. She's got she's about to have a sig she just got a signature model Ibanez and it's she's fucking fantastic. 
And on top of that, she's very attractive. But I was looking, you know, watching this documentary. I'm like, oh, Jess, that's Nina Strauss. I'm kidding her, you know. And she goes, how do you know her? She goes, oh, because she's hot. And I go, no, no, I just know her because she's a great guitar player. Hmm. Like, I haven't seen a photo of her until we watched the documentary. I just knew the name and I heard her guitar playing. And she's phenomenal, like really phenomenal. Uh, very underrated, in my opinion. And Prince, you know. So I think at the end of the day, you, the, your work itself is far more important than your gender. And that's all goes back to this female, you know, this wage gap that that people talk about. My question is, where's what's the wage gap between all the 65 million genders that there are now? Who's doing the study for that? Because I've heard that there's more genders than just the male and the female. I want to know that I need to. I need the stats before I make my decision about anything. Ah, oh, that that's, that's to do that research. You're, you're looking. You'll be waiting the next fifteen years. Well, that's not good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm very impatient. You'll be waiting. You'll be waiting the next the next fifteen years. This is why I'm getting out of universities because they're so slow. It's they're, so worth for the government. Then. They've got their place, but they're yeah. so slow. Just bogged Ryan, down in that bureaucracy, yeah? Yeah. Maybe I should enter government. No, well, you want more bureauc- bureaucracy. <laughs> like, oh, jeez, the uh, universities are too slow. Let's get into government. Make some <laughs> oh, real oh, changes. universities are government organisations. They're just fe- uh, federal, so state. So I had, to, I had to work on Monday. Um, <laughs> no, but being a minister is fine. You could have dinners, you could have lunches. Being a minister, you're pretty much set for life. Yeah. Doing your eight years, get retirement. Hmm. I was say, good super, good super. Yeah, why? Why wouldn't you? I mean, there's obviously you know the the public scrutiny. Uh, you they know don't get paid enough, I reckon. You know what? And we'll go back. And I'm to- saying that because I want to enter politics. <laughs> <laughs> we go back to the Trump thing, right? And they talk about they get a lot of scrutiny under the media and that. But I think that politicians understand that if they go into politics or someone goes into politics, they understand that the they're going to be under scrutiny all the time. Mm. And I think they, they've accepted that. And I think it's really important that they, that anyone going into politics and I think a job. For, I think for that reason, that, that's a reason, but I think for that reason, they should be paid a, a shit ton of money. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because... I'm happy with you, that. You don't have a, a private life. Like, it's really... You make one fuck up, and that could cost you your career. Also, that Barnaby Joyce whole thing, you know. Right. But I think it's it's an ebb and flow kind of thing, right? I think that you know, see, I think it's, this uh, Australian politicians are shit, and they're shit because one, they don't the the parties are exactly the same in my opinion. The two top parties, Liberal and Labor, it's the same in my opinion. But secondly, they none of them know how to work the media, and their media communications department don't understand what they can do with the media like with the media at the moment. And this is why Clive Palmer I think is getting such support because he's putting out some memes, he's doing the jokes, he's having some fun with people and so and I think that's why Trump, his ratings are going up because people go, Hey, you know what though? I don't like everything he's saying, but he's pretty funny. And a lot of what he's doing is actually engaging with the public. Exactly right. And when using you social media public, you're gonna get them on your side. Yeah, exactly right. And social media is a very powerful platform, mm. you know and I think that's why he's not doing as many press conferences as he used to, because he can just go. Oh, I can send out a tweet, and you know, not even not even the. I Americans. can't get over that. All of a sudden, it hasn't happened yet. 
but he's going to be meeting Kim Jong-un. Oh, isn't that the greatest thing ever? Like, Obama, in eight years of his presidency, couldn't do it. And Trump, who calls him... I'm not calling little him... Little rocket a, man. Yeah, little rocket <laughs> little man. Little rocket man. He's going to fucking meet up with him. Isn't it the greatest thing? Oh, and I'm thinking, I'm so I think it's going to be live. I would watch that live. I would oh, take work so off good. to watch that live. And I'm thinking, oh, there's going to be a nuclear war. We're all fucked. Um, I called it. I, I said to... I, I was talking to Jess. Jess was like... Oh, see this guy. You know what's gonna happen? They're gonna meet up and have a chat because that's a, they're gonna have beers. They're gonna have beers, yeah. Because that's what would happen with me. Like if a guy was giving me some shit, calling me some names, we go. You know what? I can't be bothered bombing the shit. I'll just go meet with him, and have a couple of beers. Because I reckon they're gonna be mates. I'd love for it to be like Step Brothers. Did we just become yeah. best friends? Yes. yes. <laughs> that's exactly karate in the garage. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, here's the idea. Don't don't publish this. Right. <laughs> Because this is this is we've got a film guru here. <laughs> we've got to beat Hollywood to it. We've got to make the um, Trump Kim Jong Un blockbuster. What you mean the interview? No, but they're actually <laughs> where they're actually like friends and they drink beer together. So oh, like yeah. the interview, but not the part of the end where he suddenly has to try and kill him. Yeah, that, right. that, that yeah. whole friendship part yeah, where they're yeah. like blowing shit up with the. I'm tank. thinking. I'm thinking more like Step Brothers. Yeah. Oh, like Step Brothers meets the interview. Yeah. yeah. So basically, the opposite of Team America World Police. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But like I said, I don't think the Australian politicians understand the media to the way that, that they probably should. And I'll go back to Italian politics. I don't know if you've seen Berlusconi recently, who <laughs> Berlusconi. is the greatest... You know, he's, he's back! He's back, baby. And I don't Can know, we so have cool. Berlusconi watch? Oh, Hang on, I'll, you know I'll, what? Do you want a Berlusconi watch? I've got so many stories. I'll give you a Berlusconi watch sound clip right now. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the first time I heard about Berlusconi, this is from my nonno. So I'm sitting with him with the TV and he's telling me about Berlusconi. And funnily enough, despite the fact that he's not a great politician, he's loved by everyone in Italy. Mm-hmm. From what I understand anyway. So my was watching the TV, and I don't know if you know about the bunga bunga parties. Basically, he would invite a whole bunch of prostitutes over and have some fun times. Do you know how I know about bunga bunga? <laughs> Me, Mick, Mick Malloy on yeah. Triple M. Oh. <laughs> so basically, no, Balascon is talking, and it's t- for me like I can understand some Italian, but I can't understand a lot of it, especially when they're speaking really quickly, and um, they Italians speak a lot of dialect, and it's, I can't pick it up all the time. But my nonno can. So I'm sitting there with the guy. That's because he's Italian. Yeah, yeah he yeah. was born and bred there, you know, this and that. that that's just, I'm clarifying for our American, yeah, 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 of course, our American of course, listeners. Of course, of course. Um, and Nonno's, my nonno starts laughing. I go, Nonno, can you tell me what's tell me what's going on? And he goes, yeah, sure. But let's go on. He just said that I didn't have sex with 14 prostitutes that night. It was 17 prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> What kind of man do you take me for? <laughs> and then there was another time I went over there and Brother Scotty was also t- and, uh, doing a talk and this and that. And, he, and I'm like, no, no, what's, what's going on? He goes, Brother Scotty just said that the 17-year-old prostitute, yes, she was underage, but she's a prostitute and I paid her. That's her job. <laughs> I did hear that one. <laughs> so... He's one of my favorite politicians because he also owns, about, I think, like 80 to 90% of the Italian media. And last time I heard of him, he was going to court and he basically said to the judge, if you put me in jail, there'll be a riot because he also not only owns the media, but all the mafias behind him. 
Oh, anyway, brilliant. so he's back. He's back. And he just did some, like, he wants to go into politics again, but basically he means he's going to get enough people behind him and give it off to the person that he wants to be in power. And a whole bunch of topless um, feminist, you know, activists came up to him, shirts off, or you know. And it, I, I, uh, I implore everyone to go watch the footage because Balasconi pretty much looks at the tits and goes, yeah, like that face of, hmm, not bad, and just keeps walking. <laughs> like, not phased at all, just looks at the tits and goes, yeah, not bad. Keeps Thank walking you for on. making my day. Yeah, yeah, not bad, not bad. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. He's got his own film. Bellascone? Yeah. Oh, i Here is the first glimpse of the Italian Bellascone film. Mm. 18 hours ago. This yeah, was wow. This is hot off the press. I'll tell you what. Other, so, another quick story is that there's a... Uh, the left wing of of Italy like the EU and the right wing don't. And the right wing sort of um, conservative party there have just come out and said, fuck the EU. If you vote us in power, we'll leave the EU. And they're actually getting lots of support, which is really good because I think the EU has sort of screwed up a lot of economic sort of policy. This now. It did get Italy out of a bad time when they had like the lira and stuff like that. But Italy's, Italy's going to leave the EU. I've known nothing about it, so I can't make any comment. Well, Ryan? look, I, I, look I, I only know a lot because my nondo keeps going. We're gonna leave, we're gonna leave, you know. So let's go he over just to sits our, going that fucking EU. Oh, he just let's go over to our foreign correspondent Ryan <laughs> for an in-depth analysis. Oh, I am definitely not your foreign correspondent. <laughs> I, th- this year is going to be the first year I finally go past my Asia barrier. That's been like my hard wow. barrier all my life. I haven't gone past it. The c- I've only got uh, Europe's my barrier. I've been to. Not, America, not saying yes. like by explicit so basically, choice. Not saying like oh, I don't want to go. Can, can, can I interpret this to our outback listeners? Basically, what you're saying, and to Americans, that's Australian outback. What you're saying is, this is the first time you've gone past Alice Springs for a holiday. <laughs> like you might be going up to Darwin. That's what you're saying. Like as a comparison. Yeah, like, Alice Springs is 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 Asia. In Darwin is Europe. Yes. Let's go with that. Yeah. Does that make Perth America? Yeah, I guess so. It's probably Perth's probably Antarctica. <laughs> I just have to have this is the most breaking news. Do you remember do you know my friend Kane Nelson? Even more breaking than the Bellasconi film. Seven minutes ago. Oh shit. So um last time I met him. I saw him at the at the Dweezil's app. You show. might have to bleep his name out. No, no, he'll be. I'll I'll promote the shit out of him. Okay. Um, uh, he's just been, um, he's just been selected as one of the top one hundred bartenders in Australia, and he's just released his drink, which is available now at the at uh, the restaurant Long Grain in the city. But it's called the Royal Charge. It's a quirky take on an iced a Thai iced coffee, incorporating elements of the royal a famous royal Thai appetizer. And it includes Johnny Walker espresso roast, reduced Thai Olin coffee, peanut butter, five spice palm sugar caramel, tamarind paste, coriander seed tech, and salt. And he does a whole bunch of magic to it and makes this beautiful cocktail. Look at look at that. Uh, I oh, think wow. we might have That's to go down. So I'm going to promote the shit out of him because I met up with him and he told me and I want to celebrate the I don't always fun. get sexually aroused by the side really of a drink. But. That's a really nice... So, 
Kane Nelson, uh, shout out to you, mate, because that's fucking amazing and I can't wait to try it. Yeah. Did you say uh, Johnny Walker espresso roast? That, like, is that is that a type of Johnny Walker? I guess I, so. I, I just thought you said Johnny Walker and then espresso roast. Thinking no, it's, it's apparently Johnny Walker espresso roast. Apparently, that's one of the things that's in his thing. So Bloody hell. Yeah, it's what it says in there. There you go. So, we'll have to go down and try it. Just have to go and try it. I think we need it for the final episode of the season. When is the final episode? How many do we have left? So, um, the final episode we'll be recording not next week, but the week after. Yeah. Alex and I'm on my cruise, but you'll have to be editing that episode, I'm afraid. Oh I'm trying to chat to this. By the way, that is there will be... We only do one take podcast live unedited <laughs> do you want to do that <laughs> all right well we'll get, we'll get we'll, as a ceo ryan, I, don't, I don't ryan has, has has kindly uh agreed to bring some video equipment maybe we can live stream it too there you go there absolutely you go. why not why not why not so that'll be not next week the week after on a tuesday night because we do record these on a tuesday night here's a secret for all you lovely uh people out no, there. They're peeking behind the curtain too much. <laughs> and sometimes on you a get, Monday. You gotta keep that mystery. Sometimes on a Monday. Sometimes on a Wednesday. And once, we've also filmed two in one week mm. and we've had the week off. And no one ever knows <laughs> yet. So, I thought uh, your news is a bit stale. <laughs> <laughs> That's Kieran. Uh, Kieran, another fantastic episode under our belt from everywhere from The Simpsons to Berlusconi to Trump to... The Bible. The Bible. <laughs> To uh, Facebook, to everything and everything in between. Thank you so much for another fantastic episode. And thank you to our, our guest, Mr. Arpel from thank you for Trudgen, me. Trudgen Town. Just remember, anytime you want to get me on the show, just get me drunk beforehand. and That's very easy to <laughs> do, I me think. into it. Uh, now he knows that there's, there's a Bowmore Scotch here. I think oh, he yeah. might and be. If there's a bottle here every week, I'm, I'm there. <laughs> it's not bad. I mean, if people not do, bad? It's not. No, you no. You didn't even I, finish it. I'm finishing. I scotch. mixed it with my beer accidentally. No, I wasn't talking about the scotch. I was yeah. talking about the the. We get cheese. We have biscuits. We have beer. We have scotch. It's a good spread. It's a great. It's a great podcast. Oh, that's this absolutely. is why we're in debt. That's true. This is why the <laughs> podcast is in debt. Yes, but hopefully we'll have a cool guest next week. I'm working on that. But quick update. Not, quick yep. update. Where are we up with our stats? Oh, do you want to have a quick quick gander? A quick gander. I, I did. I did um, Show me the numbers. As of today. We have 925 total listens. Do you know what? Next week, when we record, we'll be over 1,000. You reckon we'll be over 1,000? We'll be over 1,000. And I want to congratulate Adam LaRosa, because his episode is the most listened to episode out of all of our episodes ever. Mm. In the like in two weeks, it's had over 80 listens. There you go. That's amazing. So we'll have to tag him in this as well because he'll share the shit out of it again. He did what, some really good. What did? What's the first episode on? How many? First episode. Let me just quickly scroll up here if I can see. It is on seventy four. So he like destroyed it by another, another a whole bunch of it. listens. So he's done really really well in like two weeks. I always tell people not to listen to the first episode to get a taste of it because I re-listened to it today. And I'm like, oh, it's not as good as the latest episode. It's like watching the pilot episode of yeah, your yeah, yeah. Show. So I, I just w- watched the first episode of Game of Thrones again the other day because I decided I'd start from the start again. Bad choice? No, not so much bad, but you definitely notice a difference because, yeah. like, they got just a ridiculous budget now. Yeah, and yeah. you just don't quite feel it. In well, that we first don't episode. have a ridiculous budget now, but we're, <laughs> it sounds and the flow is a lot better and it's a whole it, it's just a lot better now season but season two season two is going to be there will, exciting there, there it's going to start with a bang there will be a website there will be a website that's kieran's job yeah this, this is while we're on break this is my job 
And we will have a Patreon account because we're going to have some bonus extra material. Yes. Which Ryan would love to have you a part of. Oh. It includes some really cool stuff we'll tell you later on. But nonetheless, Kieran, thank you so much for another special, fantastic episode. Thank you, Ryan, our pal, thank you so much <laughs> for coming down on very short notice on a very drunken whim of, a, <laughs> of an invitation. And ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next Thursday. I'm going to go take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ah! Uh.